Welcome to another episode of Chris Reed's book. Welcome to this week's episode of Chris Reed's book. I am Chris Pullman, your resident uh, podcast author, author who also does podcasts, however you want to phrase that. Uh, and this is another installment of Linda's Cal Exit, where I'll be reading uh, chapters 9 and 10. Uh, just as a reminder, if this is your first foray into my Linda's Cal Exit novel, this is one that I'm currently trying to um, get representation for. Started out, uh, out as a NaNoWriMo book, uh, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, haven't found any representation yet but uh, still trying and in the meantime this is just a way for me to try and get some exposure for the book through, uh, through my podcasts so uh, let, let's get into chapters 9 and 10 do people really believe that President Smith ordered those soldiers to fire on the protesters? Kyle asked yeah, seems like Charlize replied but why would he do that? I'm, I mean, the guy isn't—he isn't that unstable. He—he he may be thin-skinned, but that—that's a step beyond. Trevon added. A lot of people are latching on to that, though. Linda said, scrolling through her Twitter feed. It had only been a week since the shooting in Wisconsin, and people were calling for President Smith to step down. President Smith ordered the National Guard into the situation and is, therefore, ultimately responsible for what actions resulted. We, the undersigned, call for his immediate resignation, was the byline for one petition. It had over a million signatures. How, how many people actually died? Last count, Mala asked. Last count, 17, Barry replied, with dozens more injured. Some in critical condition. The right is spinning this as a drastic overreaction to an unfortunate incident. The left is just another symptom of what life will be like for the rest of Smith's four years in office. Where do we go with it? Everyone looked to Linda. She was getting used to that now, but it was still disconcerting. What are our benefactors at saying? Barry looked down at his iPad. They're waiting to hear what we have planned. Based on the tone of emails we've been getting, they're anxious. Okay, Linda said, processing and planning. Kyle? Our followers are likewise waiting. Comments on the video from Madison range from disgust or disbelief to fearful worry. Linda's lips thinned. She knew that she had suggested using something like this to her team not that long ago, but now that they'd been handed it on a silver platter she wasn't so sure she wanted it 
Mala, thoughts? Mala looked at Linda, surprised. What? Mala, Linda asked calmly. I need your opinion as message czar here. Are we too off point if we start going after the actions of one soldier as the natural consequence of the administration's policies and attitudes? Uh, uh, Mala said, stalling for time. Well, I, I mean, it doesn't directly relate to Cal Exit. It was a, it was a Wiss Exit rally and Smith protest, so... I mean, uh, we we can try and spin it like the other media is doing, but it's not really on point for us. To the whole team, Linda asked, And what's the fallout if we don't use it as a wedge right now? I think we'll lose support. We'll get people saying that in the face of real opposition, we're backing down, Charlize replied. There's our choice, then, Linda said. We use the events in Madison to our collective advantage, skewing things like the rest of the media does, or we don't use it and lose part of our base. Um, eh, I, I, I think there, there's a third option here, Trevon said meekly. He'd always been a great artist, but there was a reason that Linda didn't usually look to him for tactics. What's that? Linda said. Oh... Uh, we shine a light on the situation by saying that we aren't going to use it as a divisive force. So we're not saying just saying, Linda commented. Right. Um, but, but then we just move on, Trevon replied. They'd still come after us for that, wouldn't they? Charlize asked. They would likely come after us no matter what, Mala said, but I think Trevon's on to something. This isn't where our message is, so we acknowledge it and move on. Because unless we're really interested in making our campaign about this rather than its original focus of getting out of the Union, we can't go down that path. Linda looked around and saw the agreement in everyone's eyes. Turning to Trevon, she commented, Good idea. Let's do it. Let's get refocused on our primary objective, Cal Exit. We let the country know that what happened in Madison won't be forgotten, but that is Wisconsin's crowbar to use in their fight, not ours. We won't detract from their struggle by trying to take their travesty on as our own. We're focused on doing what's best for the citizens of California. Trevon, let's get back to our base with the graphics. I'll arrange something with Gwen. Kyle, get the word out that Cal Exit is more committed now than ever to see its mission through. The team dove into their work. It was a welcome distraction from how high the stakes had gotten lately. Linda went to her desk and began typing out an email to Gwen. World Today certainly wasn't the only show on which Linda appeared but her and Gwen had built up a very beneficial working relationship over the last year and a half. Once she was pleased with her email, she copied it and sent a similar message to Lawrence McCarthy at BCS and Christine Johnson at MNSBS. Her phone buzzed. It was a text from her boyfriend. You gonna make it home for dinner? It read. Probably not, 
New strategy direction. Gotta get on it. Linda texted back. Okay, your loss. Made a mean cardboard pizza, came the reply. LOL, glad I'll... Glad I'm working late. Heart, you... Linda wrote back. She'd met Phil back in January when the movement was still picking up steam. She was glad, as she wasn't sure she could trust anyone she'd met these days to be interested in her, just for her. Phil, though, she knew. Linda smiled as she set her phone down, looking up at her screen to see the reply from Gwen already waiting for her. Of course, you're still up and online, Linda said to herself. Gwen promised Linda that she would make room for her any time. It certainly didn't hurt that Gwen's show was based out of California, making what Linda's team was doing audience-centric for Gwen. Barry stopped over by Linda's desk. Here's what I have so far, he said, handing her his notebook. Why can't you just type things up like a normal person, she asked. I like the right of first editing that writing by hand gives me, Barry replied. Let me know if I'm going too far with any of this here, he said, pointing to a spot halfway down the page. Chapter 10 It had been a year already since Secretary Rodham lost the election. There had still been hope back then the Electoral College would put her in the White House despite the election's outcome. But that hadn't happened. The talking heads on TV were reflecting on a year under Smith. It was interesting to watch. He had pushed his own agenda upon the country, but little in the way of actual laws had yet changed. Smith was able to fast-track a new judge to the Supreme Court and took out the Affordable Care Act within his first month in office. Past that, though, efforts in the Congress had languished. It turned out that many of those on the right didn't want his extreme policies any more than those on the left. And so the country was once again at a standstill, as it had been under the 44th president. Unlike the events in Madison, which were mobilizing Wisconsinites on both sides of the issue, this was something that Cal Exit and the U.S. of California could jump on. For almost a dozen years, read their latest blog post press release, the United States legislature has done little to help out anyone, working class or not. Our politicians are woefully out of touch with reality and do not seem to care about their constituents' needs. If they were so concerned, they would work together to effect change, any change, for the good of the country. But as recent events have shown, not even a single-party system can agree enough to get anything done at the federal level anymore. So, once again, we renew our call for a united California to break its ties with the old United States of America. We must join our brothers and sisters in Oregon, Washington, and Nevada to form a new union, one more representative and responsive to our needs. As the founders of this movement conceived, we can be completely self-sufficient as a country and act for the advancement of our citizens better than any transoceanic country can. Let us now join together and renew our resolve to see the United States of California become a reality. Via our website, we have pledges for tradespeople and professionals across America to move to our new country once it is formed. These people believe in what we now pursue 
enough that some have even begun buying houses and land here in anticipation of our victory. Let us not now abandon what we had begun a year ago, but instead become more resolute. Standing together, we can achieve victory. We can see a united California, and we can once again have a functioning government that is truly formed by the people for the people. Linda smiled as she read it, seeing Barry's unmistakable hand. He liked grandiose words. They were in a push to increase their followers, so every section of the movement was working overtime. The plan was to get a 10% increase across all platforms before they took a break for Thanksgiving. So far, they were on target. While drying her hands, look, Linda looked at herself in the bathroom mirror and paused. She barely recognized the person looking back at her. Not that she minded, just that she would never have suspected this is the person she would be from a year ago. There in the mirror was an impressively confident-looking black woman, wearing her hair down. It met her shoulders and hid some of the design on her sci-fi-inspired t-shirt. On days she wasn't planning on making it any on-camera appearances, she preferred a more laid-back wardrobe. This particular shirt, a mashup of Star Trek The Next Generation and Futurama, made her smile. She rehung the towel and headed back out to the office floor. Through the glass-enclosed studio, she could see their newest hire, Newt Hanston, interviewing the CEO of a tech startup. The man had kick-started a new version of Square that was both a card and chip reader. He had met his funding goal within a day, had already shipped the product in October, and was now working on a new app that could deliver three-factor randomized authentication from a smartwatch to a phone or tablet. Apparently, even on older devices, his innovation would make it nearly impossible to get into a device against its owner's will. The reason he was on their channel's show was to explain why he had moved his operation from where it started in Kentucky to California. From what Linda had heard from Newt, the man's basic message was going to be that California more closely jived with his personal philosophy on life, doing business, and the environment. After logging back into her notebook, Linda brought up an email from Goldwater Statistics, the outside firm they were using to keep tabs on national sentiment for the various U.S. exit movements. Not every campaign was having as much success as was CalExit. From Goldwater's analysis, the hashtag NExit movement, covering New York, Maine, Vermont, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, and Rhode Island, was flagging. Florida was also struggling mainly along the lines of revenue post-exit. Texas on that front was doing fine. Hashtag mid-exit was stable, but that wasn't helping. In order for their movement to succeed, they had to kick things back into gear and get their approval numbers climbing again. Every single movement was now on the clock, with votes coming up across the country in a little over a year in fall midterms. By far, the CalExit campaign was still seeing the most success. Approval of the movement was above 50% in all four states. But, of course, that wouldn't be enough in the long run. To truly make it possible for a California yes vote to mean anything, all 17 of the states considering a U.S. exit vote in November 2018 would have to support a constitutional amendment allowing secession. That wasn't the hard part. 
they needed another 17 states to go along with the measure. That is where Linda's benefactors were turning her attention next. And that was chapter 10. So, um, thank you for listening to this episode. If this is your first episode of my podcast, I would encourage you to at least go back and listen to the other episodes out of Linda's Cal Exit. That would be the last four. Uh, you can find those over on my website, narclanic.com. Just go to the Chris Reads book section of the page, of the site, rather. Otherwise, you can find me on iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Just for search for Chris Reed's book. I'm on there. You can find back episodes there as well. On my website, though, they're available on the site as MP3 files. That means that you can stream them from the web or download them to your device to listen to later. Also on that website, you can find connection information for me. That is my author facebook page my author twitter go over there like like those follow them so that you know when i'm releasing another uh, podcast episode and any other news that i might have about my writing in the meantime though thank you for listening uh if you enjoy my podcast and you want to help support it the best way you can do that is by helping spread the word about what i do Share this podcast with a friend, a family member, a co-worker. It can be an enemy, I don't mind. Uh, it, it's just spreading the word about what I'm trying to do here, and I appreciate that effort. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a great week. I'll catch you next time.